We're thankful that in worship today we have with us remnants of camp recruiters uh, from Oregon, from uh, Santa Cruz. Thank you. They were joined by other colleagues from some Southern California camps. Uh, students, if you have a desire to be a camp counselor for the summer, they're still here. They can help sign you up. Just saying. A camp person in the room as well is the reader of the text today. Thank you, Alicia. Our preacher today, another camp person, Charlotte. Thank you for bringing the word, uh, a unique way of communicating the love of God. We also welcome back to us into this semester, uh, Brother Louis from uh, St. John's Community, uh, representing uh, Catholic life here on campus. And tonight, uh, the Catholic students will gather in this room for uh, uh, evening confession, mass, and then conversation and an opportunity to eat together. Thank you. Uh, for being here. Thank you for communicating the love of God through uh, fabulous music that uh, you've worked at, and we appreciate your willingness, your giftedness, and your participation. Chapel Choir, thanks very much. Thank you all for uh, participating in the Super Bowl of Caring. Uh, $133 were uh, donated just on the cash side. I know many of you also did the quick swipe card on the computers that we had out in the narthex, we have no way of tracking that. So we could just make up a number and you'd go, wow. But uh, in reality, we're not altogether sure how to track that, and, um, but we can track the $133 in cash. So thank you very much. And uh, with that, we get to begin worship today as our chapel choir leads us off. We are gathered together by God, who knows us better than we know ourselves. God has found you to be worthy and filled with sacred gifts. People of God, welcome to worship, where you are known and loved. Amen. Let us pray. God, in boundless love, make my love strong for you and for others. Help me persevere through my fatigue and frustrations. Fill my life with living thankfulness for the ways you provide us and bless. Teach me to turn my prayers into actions daily. Amen. Today's reading is from the Epistle to the Ephesians, chapter 2, verses 12 through 22. 
Remember that you were at that time without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been brought near to the blood of Christ, for he is our peace. In his flesh, he has made both groups into one and has broken down the dividing wall, that is, the hostility between us. He has abolished the law with its commandments and ordinances that he might create in himself one new humanity in place of the two, thus making peace, and might reconcile both groups to God in one body through the cross, thus putting to death that hostility through it. So he came and proclaimed peace to you who were far off and peace to those who were near. For through him, both of us have access in one spirit to the Father. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are citizens with the saints and also members of the household of God built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself at the cornerstone. In him, the whole structure is joined together and grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you are also built together spiritually into a dwelling place for God. Here ends the reading. Before we were born, God knit us in our mother's womb. God stitched together the cells and DNA that would eventually turn into the people we are now, fearfully and wonderfully woven into a known and loved member of the body of Christ. We then entered into a world that was already living and breathing, and whether you share your DNA with them or not, you met your family a group of people who walked alongside you in your journey, discovering you and watching you discover yourself. And as we grow, friendships are made and relationships are built and we get to know and perhaps love those people better. I don't know about you, but I'm finding that as I get older, I've met a lot of people, but I don't know a lot of people. And out of that group that I do know, the list that I actually love and love well is even smaller. And as I think about those who I know and love, I realize that those people look a lot like me and think a lot like me and have an experience that looks a lot like mine. And when I think about that, I want to defend it as coincidence, but I know it's not. I know it's not because as our eyes take in information, our brains categorize and label so that we might better comprehend what it is that we are witnessing. Due to our human nature to oversimplify, our anxiety heightens when our eyes meet something our brain struggles to categorize. And our anxiety rises because we don't know what we are looking at. We need more information. But for now, our brains will make do, acknowledge that anxiety, and we'll use it to provide a label to what we don't know. Where Christ invites me to know and love others the way God knows and loves me. Instead, I only put effort into knowing and loving a small group of people who look, live, and believe in the ways that I do. So instead of seeing the stranger as a beloved part of the body of Christ and seek to know and love them, I put them in a box and go on with my day. I think the church might be guilty of this as well. Look around. Who is not here? Do you know their name? Do you know their story? 
Do you know what they offer this community? Do you know what they need from this community? When you receive the body of Christ that is offered to you and to all people, do you leave filled with the call to offer yourself in the same way? When we fail to listen to experiences and ideas and beliefs that are different from our own, when we turn our eyes away from things that make us uncomfortable, when we fail to live out our identity as the united body of Christ, it makes it easier to divide ourselves. It makes it easier to build walls. It makes it easier to silence and ban. It makes it easier for us to categorize and go on with our day. But we always have good news. We hear the words that Paul writes to the Ephesians saying, in him the whole structure is joined together and grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are built together spiritually into a dwelling place for God. And this is good news. Because despite our tendency to divide, we remain united in Christ. As God knows and loves us, our gifts and our faults, as Christ through the Holy Spirit unites us, and as we grow into a holy temple, God's dwelling place, we are also given the capacity to know and love others. We're given ears to hear stories and hearts to burn alongside our neighbor, arms to carry burdens and good news and hugs. With the help of the spirit that lives and dwells within each of us, we're given the opportunity to choose knowing and loving over categorizing and labeling. We are a temple that is still growing. And the creative spirit of God is already working to transform our body, not into just a place to dwell, but a place to thrive. We see it in the calling out of injustice, in the act of seeking to understand. It is seen in the new life that breaks through the earth after a forest fire and an interfaith allies gathered together. It is seen in our hopes for the future and it is seen in the moments we choose to love and know our neighbor deeply. This is the good news I am called to share with you. You are God's known and loved dwelling place, equipped and called to know and love others. Now, as a body in desperate need of healing, I invite you to go and share that good news with others. Please stand. Let us pray. You laid the foundations of all the earth and all the stars. Thank you. We call you by many names, and you respond to our cry. When I forget you, you keep me in your mind's eye. When I wander off, you are the sign of the way, leading me back to your heart. When I am down and worn, it is your spirit that lifts me over and over. Lover of soul, continue to hold us close. Amen.
The Lord bless you and keep you. And Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Amen. <laughs>